There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Rise your blade. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, the turkey is dead. We fucking got her. Okay. We got her. Man. <laughs> Good work. That was so fucking sweet, dude. Are you bragging was... about going to a store and buying a turkey? I didn't. Eddie had him. Eddie made us go get fancy turkeys. We went down to this place. We went. We got fancy turkeys, whatever. Brought them back to the house. I got to spatchcock a turkey for the first time. That is Ooh. the single most metal thing I've done at 9.45 a.m. Just fucking cutting the spine. Out of mm-hmm. a prone bird, because the one thing that is true is like once you got that turkey in your hands, you're just sure. a chubby little fucker, right? Like you feel, you see this chubby little thing, you could feel it dancing into a, in a field. You could feel how happy it was before it died. Like you right. could feel it in its muscles and how much fun it was having. And then it got fucking shot in the back of the head, like it's gonna happen to all well, of us by a light. I don't right? think that's how they do it. I think they slice the neck and hang it upside down. But yeah, they don't. Life they don't JFK it. Come at all of us so fast and so hard. The end of it, the screeching right. halt. End of it. Once you slam into the brick wall. To the mm-hmm. end of the fucking tunnel for all of us, and mm-hmm. that's what that turkey experienced. And then I cut its spine out of it. Right? Do you I think that that's? A, do you think the turkey appreciates you talking about it like that? Should we be thanking the turkey because, of course, we ate the tur- turkey for Thanksgiving? Thank I don't you know what the, the turkey did in its fucking life. He's just a gobble gobble. He's a turkey. Yeah, who knows? But who knows what it did within its own turkey community and how it ended up on my cutting board? Well, that's all true. Right? I hope the aliens uh, say nicer things when they abduct you pluck all the hairs off of you, spread you like you're being quartered in the town square for being a bad, bad senator. Fucking and cut. hopefully they're Come slightly and nicer get to me. you. Come and get me in foot. Let's see what happens, because I honestly think that they'll find me very funny. And I'll be one of those hmm. ones that they keep around for a little bit and then release, because then they get sick of the bits, much like my family. All right. But, but what is fun, though, slicing through bones? Is you that can fun? See why. You can kind of see why. Some of these guys get into it because it's actually pretty satisfying when you feel the crunch sure. slicing yeah. through. I had like because I had the big knife stabbing that into its fucking side. And stuff. Right. It's fun. It activates a lot and really helps you appreciate how vulnerable we all are. Sure. Well, I'm happy that you got around to something mildly positive. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with turkey killer Henry Zabrowski. I'm of very course, positive. I'm complicit. I did consume some of said turkey, so my hands are certainly not clean on this situation. My There's gravy on all of our hands. But wasn't it good? It was really good. And we let's start that- then, Kissel. Can we start then today with what we did this last year? I was reminded of this. What, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving season? Well, I'm thankful that everyone, uh, hopefully listening, had a good Thanksgiving, and I think that that is just wonderful. That's something you can't and, be thankful for because you don't know if they had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm you don't just know thankful. When people are going I'm through. thankful for my dogs. I'm thankful for the Packers. They're uh, they just won yesterday. The multi-billion-dollar football franchise. Yes, indeed. I'm thankful for them, and I'm thankful for all you listeners out there. So thank you so much. And Henry, that's very. I good. assume you're thankful for me, so we don't even have to go down that road because we already know. But you know what else I'm thankful for? What? Christmas is right around the corner. I and, hate you. I hate you this. I don't want it to be. I mean, it dude, is I will right say, you, I did a, make you a taxi driver cut off. I made a taxi driver shut off Christmas music, shut off Christmas music because it's not legal until Black Friday. I did hear last Christmas on my drive up in here to the fine studio here. 
And um, that song is horrible and it makes me very sad because yes. it seems like every Christmas she ends up getting an abortion. I have no idea what that song's about, <laughs> but apparently she gave, I don't know what's happening. But anyway, toys, that's what's so fun about Christmas is that children That's the only say, thing daddy, that matters. Daddy, you're never give home. Me, give, give me, give me, you're never home. You're always home. working. But mommy won't let you have a good time because mommy says when you have a good time, you come home and you move all the furniture around. <laughs> Slightly enamored and hammered with the designing furniture after two o'clock in the morning is never a good thing in Queens, but... Daddy, to buy the love of the child, will, mm -hmm. of course, purchase toys. However, to. not all toys are made the same. Walmart, no. as a matter of fact, they had to pull a children's toy recently because uh, evidently it swears and sings in Polish. And then what does it sing about? Ooh, sweet, sweet, not snow, cocaine. Super, super <laughs> fucking dope ass snow time. Like, honestly, this is the kind of Christmas I want. I want a Coke Christmas, but, but with fentanyl strips. I think that's important to put in stockings be, if you're going to have a cocaine Christmas. Absolutely. Be very, be very safe. Also, just, you know, do a little Adderall. Cocaine, or I mean, heck, I'm sipping my Rockstar Energy drink right now. He loves it. I feel it. like I've just done 50 lines of the world's most average cocaine, and I'm not going to get the hangover. So isn't no. that nice? And on, or have an espresso, because it really does help. What I love about this is that it was discovered by an, Ontar an Ontario grandmother. Ontario she, grandmother. Uh, yes, yeah, she was found. She bought this, and she apparently she just also happened to speak Polish. And this woman went on the Toronto News, and they're all like, can you even believe that there's such a thing as a swear word? Because it's Canada. And this woman. They know the, about swear words in Canada. What are we going to do with the, all these dead bodies? And she is from the Carnival world of Ontario, right? So she's so used to experiencing so much flavor and salsa. But she heard this creature, sorry, this cactus it's dancing thing. It's a cactus. Yeah. It's a cactus and it dances. And it was supposed to be an educational tool, apparently. Because well, it speaks of course. in several languages. I think it's English, French, and Polish. And she turned the Polish section on and she was just like, I told my other surprise when do I hear it say, oh, how good it is to do cocaine by yourself, which oh. is the saddest thing I've also ever heard, the idea of just doing cocaine by yourself, because apparently it was lifted from a Polish rapper by the name of Cypus. Oh. Cypus Kypus? Um, I don't he know. Said, he said the song is about taking five grams of cocaine and doing it by yourself. Well, you know, that makes sense. That sounds like something a Polish rapper <laughs> would rap about. Um, so, again, it's a cactus. It's a dancing cactus. It's supposed yes. to be an educational toy. Now, to some degree, isn't teaching children how to do cocaine at a very young age educational? This is according to Ania Tanner. So this is what she told CTV News in Toronto. She says, this toy uses swear words and talks about cocaine use. This is not what I ordered for my granddaughter. But, uh, but uh, well, imagine if it was. The not going to know. Maybe Seriously, it was. though, your granddaughter won't know. But also imagine if you're like, yes, the cocaine dancing cactus Polish Christmas present. If that's on your list and you found that, honestly, you should. That, that's the most luckiest thing that you've ever experienced. It's pretty freaking cool. It's a $26 toy, which is a little expensive for a dancing cacti. But what do I know about buying children's toys? Supply absolutely lines. Nothing. Supply <laughs> lines. Absolutely. Speaking of lines, the cocaine that the song talks about, apparently it's uh, they the cactus just loves it. It can't get enough of it. But I would be very careful if I was a cactus because cocaine makes you a little thirsty. And cacti are already... Uh, in places that don't have a lot of water, so perhaps they're filled they'll be with a little water, parched. Though. 
That's what happens. You open up a cactus if you are actually in the middle of the desert, which I do believe is real. You know how many times that happens to me. Mm -hmm. Look for a succulent cactus and you open it up and you can squeeze water from its membranes. Mm, very nice. Well, it's a Chinese made toy. You're not and... even listening to me. You don't even you're not even checking in with me. You don't even look at me I when I tell you, you survival guides and I'm you setting just told up me a survival I suck, plan. I can suck the water out of a cactus, but again, I have a fantastic rock star energy drink right here. <laughs> so I don't need to suck the water out of a cactus. If I am stuck for some reason, if I go to Burning Man and I wander off, as I will do. That's not good. You will. Of course you I will. If I find a cactus and I'm like, look at that beautiful cactus. No. And then I end up, God, I'm, there's no, you know, you could tell me any way to survive. And I'm still just going to end up drinking my own piss. But you know it's what's like, funny? Not, I don't know what to do. I feel like you'd last a long time. Not like the family that was hiding, that was hiking in Devil's Gulch. I feel <sighs> like you would have a lot of water hidden within your folds. And that it's, if you just like, uh, like Unleash in the it. sandworm in God Emperor, like he takes out a little titty. This is true at the end of, of God Emperor, book four of Dune. And the woman that he's like training to like replace him or whatever bullshit, it's a, it's a long story. He makes her suckle on her little teat. She fucking trips balls right at the very huh. end. Like he pulls out this little worm teat. I bet you you can do the same. <laughs> I don't have I don't have I only have the two nipples. I don't <laughs> I have I, I don't think well, I have nipples. Can you milk me? Oh, yep. what a great oh. movie that was. Oh, well, just lastly, when it comes to Tanner, the woman who bought the cursing, cocaine loving, dancing cactus, mm -hmm. she says, I just want any I just want anybody before Christmas to think this is a great toy and go online and have this I don't I just don't want anyone to think this is a great toy and go online and purchase it and then have the same thing that happened to me happen to them. Which it really isn't that dramatic. I think the woman is also protesting slightly too much. And if you did buy this, it's awesome. And she's cool hold on to it because it's a really cool little dancing cactus that talks about cocaine. And now it's worth money because it's rare. Because they they discontinued it. Walmart pulled it from its whatever its virtual shelves because apparently it's from one of their marketplaces. So it's like they don't even know. That's one of these things about like Walmart and Amazon is that many companies can basically apply to have their wares be sell, sold on these giant umbrella company websites. And so technically Walmart had quote unquote nothing to do with the doll. It was just somebody using their marketplace. And then they're like, we've talked to them about Polish cocaine use and how... <laughs> They need to stop eating it with a spoon. Because they're like, why? why do they serve it with spoon if you're not supposed to eat like powdered sugar? I'm just sad that this dancing cactus is a thousand times smarter than me and you because it's trilingual. And uh, it's just wow. amazing what these Seriously. dancing cactuses know <laughs> it's about. Incredible. Well, Europe right, has well, a different educational system. They um, really do. There's an update I want to do. Okay. So this comes from the Missouri case of the the missing woman Cassidy Rainwater that was found yes. uh, you know, on these this, these horrible people's property. Dude, the, these the guys that, are so fucking so horrifying looking. It's just insane. I, I want to shout out to the the stylish cannibals out there. Like, think about what you're wearing a little bit. I don't know why we haven't seen one flashy cannibal in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. They always well, are dumpy. Than, I mean, Hannibal, of course, but I guess that's a but movie. He's fake. He's got a, he's got a fucking wardrobe designer and shit. But right. one thing that they have now confirmed is that cannibalism was indeed on the menu, which was seemed to have been <sighs> a rumor. And, and what I also, you know, again, our listeners step up to the plate. They're the best fucking group of street team bastards I've ever met. Sure. And this is really, really interesting. Um, apparently, rumors are, and this has been confirmed. Yeah. The man who owned the house, whose name was James Phelps, he was found 
eating a human sandwich. Oh my God. Okay. And they found a human sandwich. They think that they definitely are pretty sure that this is not the first time he's killed someone because what they found was they had a thing called a gantry crane, which okay. is commonly used for deer processing, which is where they found her. She had been hung up and they had, Oof. they basically had butchered her like a, an animal, like a butcher, like they were going to eat her. House of a and Thousand were, Corpses style. And they are pretty certain that this is no way, shape, or form the first time they did it because there is no way they had a system down this far. Because they, when they found her, she was, I mean, this is very grisly, obviously, it's but they disgusting. had found her wrapped up in the freezer marked by date, right? Like, so he had put oh her in there God. with I an do, There is something like, go, obviously, anyone who's worked in a restaurant, you know, you put the mail away. When did you put it away? What dates? So, you know, when things spoil. I, it is very interesting that they went the extra mile, took out the Sharpie and was like, that's November 3rd. Don't forget it. If you eat it by November 10th, it's not going to be good anymore. You it don't want to get sick. And you know what so they disgusting. say? It's not that it, it gets you sick. It just won't be as tasty. It won't be as tasty. So James Phelps, as Henry said, he was also uh, rooming with another dude named Timothy Horton. Oh, Timothy I Norton, know, rather. I know Timothy and, Norton is another villain because he's the truck driver that was quote unquote just staying with him. We think here, and the police seem to also kind of surmise too, is that he's been bringing women to that spot. But there's still been no other, there's been no other remains found. Besides Cassidy. Oh, Rainwater. God. Yeah, that's what the uh, oof, the sheriff's statement says that Miss Rainwater was uh, strangled by the two men before being gutted and dismembered. Yeah, it's not good. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not really good. horrible. Uh, when the search warrant was executed at the Phelps home, they uncovered photos of a partially clothed female in a cage who uh, we recognized as Cassidy. The other photos had Cassidy's body bound in a gantry cane, yep. as, as, uh, a gantry crane, as uh, Henry said. Oh, my God. No, it's really okay. gross. It's really gross. And then apparently he did the thing that we should maybe cover at some point, like Nathaniel Bar Jonah, who is another fucking monster that I yeah. was reading about the other day. That we should end up we'll end up doing a series on. But he had people over the night before. Right. For what is the traditional cannibal meal, Ugh. pork ribs, because he said they were pork ribs, which is why they were a little weird. So we had a bunch of people over there chowing down the night before. And the way he talked about it to the, the way Damn. he spoke about it to the police officers, he just kind of said, yeah, we've been chowing on it for a minute now. Like, that's what we do. That's all meat. That's all livelihood. Yeah, and then you, like as a police officer, you just have to sit there and go like, uh-huh. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And like taking the taking the notes. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, wow. Oh. So what huh. was it? Was it barbecue sauce that you used or ketchup? You put ketchup on it, huh? I don't yeah, put ketchup on my you, food, yo. You got it, buddy. You got to get some of that sweet when you're hitting it with that heat. Oh, my goodness. Sweet Baby Ray's was never intended for human flesh. The uh, meat was I, We don't Again, know. Human, well, we don't know, actually. That's a good point. The uh, human bean meat uh, was labeled 7-24, July 24th. Um, so obviously which coincides with the missing when she went missing and and all of that kind of stuff. So we'll uh, <sighs> we will keep covering the story because it's good and disgusting. And it it's is what disgusting. we like to cover. Yeah, it's fucking rough, man. Just the idea of being of just who hungry in Missouri. That's what they would say if they were writing into um, an advice column, you know? Yeah. So uh, right now, Norton has uh, said that his lawyer says that he intends to plead not guilty. And uh, people don't know if Mr. Phelps has an attorney yet. All oh, right. no, no. I don't think that he does. Rise from your grave.
Well, let's do uh, one more quick update here. Not too much to talk about here. But, no, uh, dude, our, boy, you talking about our boy Prince Midnight? Not Prince Midnight, Fucking but we can another get to shout, <laughs> I'll just say it really quick. This is just our business. Shout out to a friend of the show, Prince Midnight. He invented <laughs> Invade a Toilet. That looks like Lars Ulrich. You could go and look this up online. <laughs> it is a big old caster. I don't know how he made it. Um, and the Prince Midnight, he just wants to tell people, right? This is from Loudwire. <laughs> Make no mistake. This is not me taking a jab at Lars. This is my way, albeit unconventionally, to honor Lars Ulrich and Metallica. I could have painted a picture or made a traditional sculpture, but no one would have even noticed. And really, that's not the kind of art and performance I do. The first band I ever loved was Metallica. The first record I ever became obsessed with was the first, and it was the first music I ever dove into. It was the first concert I ever attended. Yeah. Attended. So now you can sit on the dick and balls of <laughs> Lars Ulrich and shit in front of him. You it's incredible. What? I I agree. I believe that he is being sincere. Yes. And if anyone makes a toilet uh, in the in the image of Henry or myself, or oh Marcus my god, or, I would I will go, I will purchase it from you. Sure. If you make a toilet in the shape of me, I will purchase it for you. Because right. you know we need to stop. We need to destigmatize the bathroom. Everybody poops. We all read the book. We all know we what know. happens. I have several and volumes like of the book. Several. I know you have one through one through nine. Um, so we need to normalize that, and I think that's wonderful that Lars is now officially taken the form that we all see him as, which is a human toilet. Yes. Um, also, quick update on Alex Murdoch, of course, in South Carolina. Thanks, everyone, who came out, who came out to the shows in South Carolina. Alex Murdoch, still no, like, people just die around him, I guess. And they're they like, just yeah, do, happens. and no one is, nobody is prosecuting him for any of the murders no. that he's connected to. It's all just the money. It is, it is all the money, and it's not a small amount. It's five million bucks, and there are now 27 additional charges involving financial crime. So they're going to get him on the finances. That's the way it always works. Still no charges on the shooting deaths of his wife, Maggie, and his son, Paul, which uh, was, man, that was already, that was just in June. So I, I, I yeah, if dude. you're him, are you like... I'm the luckiest and least luckiest man in the world. I have no idea what this maniac must be thinking, but you know, I feel like on so, in some way, shape, or form, he has now been shown he's a career criminal, sociopath, murderer, all this kind of shit. But the one thing that no one really wants to talk about or really assess is the amount of stress that these sociopath, murderer, financial crime guys are under. Does and he? How, do how you think that he's under it? Yeah, I think that he was living a little bit of uncut gems lifestyle for a while. I think he had just <laughs> killed his wife and his son, and that was like it's a lot. That was a lot. It's he was really amount. dealing with that. He's got all this money he's stealing. That's a lot. That's he's a lot. Go. I feel like that there is a, a point. Where you're finally in the jail, oh right? And you got you, all of your crimes right. are being revealed, and there must be a sort of calm that might come over you. We were like, well, at least I don't have to keep up stories anymore. Well, there was now a I'm man. Here. I think that the, I think that's a totally valid point. There is something about getting caught. Many people will express like. I'm surprised it took you so long. I believe that's what the, uh, is that what the- Son um, of Sam. Son of Sam. Son of Sam said that. Um, and there was another man who was recently, he uh, murdered somebody, I think it was in 2012, and he was on the lamb, he was on the run, and then they ran a TV show about him, and then he was so John fucking- List. Same he thing just, when we did John List. He just uh, went and he just went and turned himself in. He's like, this is easier than being on the run. So maybe you're right. Maybe he is like, finally, the mansion- Inside of the prison walls, inside of my mind, I can live comfortably now. Or knowing he's that I got like away an with Epstein. killing my entire family. Well, 
Well, because, you know, Jizz Lane is now going to be on trial. We're going to see what she's doing. She's You'll trying see. to wiggle her way out of all this fucking bullshit. But I think it's the same thing where it depends on what type of rich you are, right? Are you Epstein, Jizz Lane, where you probably commit suicide or do whatever it takes to not be in jail anymore because you lost all the things that mattered to you mm -hmm. when it came to your status and what you, do, what you do in life and all of the secrets that you get to hold on to, that type of shit as a rich person? Or is he just looking forward to the retirement? Is this retirement? Does he finally mm -hmm. get to stop working? Because yeah, I don't think he's got a lot of feelings. Other I don't ones. think so. No, I don't think he does. No. And we'll talk about the Glenn Maxwell trial as it happens. Just really briefly. It just started. Here. They're doing jury selection right now. They're doing jury selection right now. And I read an interesting article. It's just in the sun. So, you know, it's, it's pretty basic. But uh, just a couple of different points as far as like trying to get her defense team. So basically, they're, they're going to talk gonna about the age of the accusers. All the stops. Oh, yes, they are. They're going to talk about how can she have a fair trial uh, given the media attention. They're also going to oh, bring fuck up a this lot of fucking false bitch. Fuck Alter. this fucking bitch, <laughs> well, man. Who I don't gives think you're passing shit? jury duty right now, Henry. <laughs> you are not going to be the jury. Let me get in there, man. I'm going to throw a fucking sandwich at her, dude. <laughs> They're also going to attack what are called false memories, as, of course, time has eroded. Desire Which is, for that's cash. all garbage. They, and, that's uh, going to... And They've lastly, tried to was, do that. They're going to talk about is is she a scapegoat for Epstein? So that trial she is, is going to be yeah, she very fucking interesting because she's the only other person who knows the extent of his crimes. And if she really wanted to, she could just flip and tell everybody everything, and then we'd all just we'd thank her. Everybody would let her live her life if she just came out and told us all of her bullshit. But no, she's the same type of egomaniac as the other fuckface was, and it's going to take her to get. It's going to take her getting killed in that jail cell. Which I mean. Probably could happen. I think it that could, it, it, she I could suppose. definitely, her, she won't make it. Or the, if God, you know what I mean? Imagine she gets exonerated. When she's in the gen pop, she, what I hope is that she never lives a peaceful day again for the rest of her life. And then she might have to. She might have to off herself just to get away from it. Look at stupid oh, Brian she, Landry, which we also fucking called. Because that bitch couldn't take living up to his, and, and serving his consequences. She'll go live like a cryptid in the woods if she does uh, get found not guilty. I but hope anyway. she doesn't. I, I, I still have hope that they'll at least... I feel like the problem is, is that the, the idea of her having a fair trial, I have no clue how you do that with this with this woman. But I, I feel... I hope at most she gets some jail time and she can Absolutely. get her shit stripped know, from her. Well, and of course, you know, as, as we talk about here on the show, it's about the victims and uh, yes. she is not one of them. And uh, she is a perpetrator of... Many, many alleged crimes, alleged, allegedly, but we will watch that trial and it'll be super interesting. And um, hopefully she does talk when she, if she takes the stand. But anyway, Henry, I have to do this story for you. Yes. This involves an axe. Yeah. Cork axe killer murdered brothers in row over timber business. <laughs> so Whoa. this story is wow, freaking classic. Wow, he actually... He killed somebody within the lumber community with an axe. Yes, he That's did. That's fucking sweet. And the names of these people, Johnny Hennessy, Patrick mm -hmm. Hennessy, and Willie Hennessy, they all were owners of Cocork Farm, and apparently Johnny became enraged and just straight up snapped. <laughs> and uh, wow. because of that, because of that, uh, he killed ooh, both Patrick and Willie. He killed them with an axe. And apparently it was also a uh, detectives are investigating the horrific double murder and suicide. 
they pieced together the gruesome timeline of events that led to Pat the deaths of Pat his Pat three Hennessy brothers. So he killed both of his brothers and then killed himself. That is just a family gone in like a minute. Wow. He became enraged. Oh, they are here. We're yelling about lumber. Meanwhile, the Garda watched August Proben reports of one of the men called local officers before the bloodbath is, hey, help was not needed. It sounds like they really got into a fight. And then yes. it got way out of control. Well, and then they were trying to say, like, because they were having old Pa Hennessy thought he could talk his way. He could tell, he could tell <laughs> old Jenny. Be like, listen, Jenny, I'm your pa. You can't be coming to me. You can't be coming to me with this kind of anger. And then, like, you know, and then he maybe he said, oh, sure, sure, sure. You know what happens when we tell an Irish person to calm down? What? Opposite, bro. Opposite, indeed. So what Never tell was- somebody to calm down. Especially, like, no. calm your tits. Calm your tits. You're excited, my little boy. I am well, the pie here. I am pie Hennessy. I do love Dr. Zabrowski. He always gives the best exams. Patty yes. Hennessy, he was found dead in the yard. He was uh, he suffered one single devastating hatchet blow to the head. And then it was the brother. He was also found dead with multiple axe wounds. And then apparently Johnny said he was so in shock. He was so distressed. He had to go take his own life. He drove his Toyota Corolla car van from the farm, parked near a church. Uh, His body was pulled from the river about five kilometers. Um, He left his wallet in his pocket so he or he left his wallet in the car so he could be identified. So they're just all dead now. Um, Yeah, I don't know what the there really isn't. I don't know what the fight was over. Um, but apparently Patty's son, Potty. Uh, oh, this is a lot of Irish he, here. Yes, a lot he, of Irish. He died tragically at the age of 21. And two years later, the Hennessy's older brother who worked at Cork Mart's also died at 57. So maybe I did Johnny just kill his whole family. It sounds like there's a lot going on. Uh, the, I guess the lumber business is very stressful. Yeah. I don't know. I do. I guess not, or maybe it just comes down to uh, it's hard times. Supply lines. Supply that's the thing. Lines. I just say things. I just say that randomly now. Um, but yeah, maybe that's what it is because it sounds like uh, no, nothing good was going on inside I the don't house. Know what's going on in this? It's the Garda district. The Hennessy's brother tragedy occurred in the same Garda district as another murder suicide last year, when Marco Sullivan was shot in his bed. And then his bot, and then his brother Diarmuid, and the father Tog. Yeah, I mean these are very Irish names. This is all. I think that's Gaelic. What is and happening? And obviously, side stories lpotl at gmail.com. Just tell us how we mispronounce it and exactly what we're supposed to do because they're from there from Cork. So God knows if that's a specific type. I don't know. I uh, don't know. It's wow. a tough day in the lumber business. The lumber business just lost one of their best lumber families. And, and honestly, it's right. just hard to have all these axes lying around and not use them. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the axe, well, we've already talked about it. I would think I would rather go with the axe than a knife because the axe, you also get bludgeoned. And I feel it like hurts. the bludgeoning, but you know, with a knife, there's something about cutting the flesh with a knife and it makes it really like, kind of if brutal. You just, like the, it is the a, axe it kind of bludgeons you and then you're like, whoa, I can't believe it. And then you kind of go unconscious. It's a much less traumatic injury to just be slashed with a knife than get hit with an axe. Because hit with an axe, but I would like, I would hmm. prefer to be murdered with an axe because it would be faster if you just got me in the head, right? If you just get me in the head, then I'm dead. And sure. It doesn't matter. But if a knife, 
A lot of times it takes multiple stabs, and you could t- still die over like 20 minutes. Like you slowly leaking and leaking while going like, oh, my fucking guts, my fucking oh, guts. Like, oh, man, I'm bleeding like, out here, man. Yeah, like you go too deep, man. Like that type of shit. I don't want to deal with that in any way, sure. shape, or form. I don't want to leak to death. I would prefer to be surprised <laughs> and murdered quickly, like quickly. Like, get it over with. Just lop it off because I'll just make a lot of noise until you kill me anyway. I'm going to get people here. Well, you know what I mean? If you do it within a couple city blocks, I'm going to get, I'm going to build a crowd. And even if it's just singing masquerade, paper faces on parade. And they're like, Oh, someone's doing a phantom review. And they all come out and they just see a corpse. (laughs) Like they'll be like so many songs. It's ridiculous. Also RIP Steven Seindheim. Sondheim. Yes. Sondheim. But I didn't put up my theater. I should have put up my theater kid. Like, picture because you know how very as soon as somebody famous dies as soon as somebody famous dies everybody has to like you know make it about them like Mm -hmm. how they are a part of this person's life Mm -hmm. but i won a superior in thespian competition (laughs) singing an acapella version of it takes a lot of men to make a gun hundreds many men (laughs) to make a gun to make a gun yes from assassins the, the huh. musical about assassins, so I fucking months. love. Well, according to the mines next- to dig for iron, men at the mills to forge for steel, men at the machines to make the barrels, mold the triggers, shake the wheels. It takes a lot of men to make a gun. Well, it's a very good rendition. Uh, assassins, my older brother was that uh, in that play in college. Well, speaking of guns, it also takes a lot of work to shoot yourself in the pussy. Um, <laughs> November 24th, this is very recently, a webcam model. She accidentally shot her vagina with a nine mil. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. But she shot her vagina with a nine millimeter handgun while recording a video. And I just have to ask you, Henry, is because you know we talk about the fetishization of guns. I we guns sure. are there as a utility. If you need to you protect remember the, your family, uh, sure. But the, do you think the gun church that moved it, the gun church removed to Texas? You know that they are. Of course, they, are, they have been messaging that they are going to be doing a big group suicide. So they are that. Are they really? really yeah, it's starting to like coalesce into oh, something very dangerous, shoot. which is what we th- imagined as soon as they got their own compound. But yeah, they're already talking about like end times. Like that shit's going to go off the rails in some way, shape, or form within a year or so. I, that's Damn. what I get. My guess. Anyway, so this woman, um, she was whole, she was in Georgia. She was doing a webcam, and I, I don't know. I guess it was kind of nudie tootie, um, which yeah. is you know good for her. Um, and then she was, I guess. Well, I don't know what she was doing with the firearm, but but somehow it it discharged and it shot off her pussy. Well, um, this, her according vagina. to what I keep, well, I would try to look up is how bad the pussy wound was. Because first it said like it sounded like oh she st-, when you first read the headline, you're like oh she stuck a gun up her vagina, and then I thought she got shot in the pussy, like it went up inside of her. But it right. seems like she just grazed her leg while she was she must have been fondling it. She she told her boyfriend or was it husband, that she was doing videos online for people that were paying her on a thing called Chatty, which Chatter, we now Chatterbait. know. Chatterbait. I think, yeah, yeah, it was short for Chatterbait, right? Yeah. But she called it Chatty, and I think that she might have been, like, rubbing her clit with it, or, like, some kind of thing. Maybe she dropped <laughs> it. She could have dropped it, and then it went off. But the gra- this is the thing that screws me up, is that the grandma was in the, the living room with her daughter, 
while she was in the other room masturbating with a gun. And then the husband also didn't know what was going on until they heard the gunshot. And then they went in there, and then apparently she came out all upset because her pussy was bleeding, but it didn't seem like it was that like big of an injury? No, the the, the man's name is uh, Jordan Allen. And uh, yeah, he says that she came out with a small amount of blood in her leg. Allen advised that she uh, started saying that she was sorry. He advised oh. that uh, <laughs> she told him that uh, she shot herself accidentally. I wouldn't, you know, the first thing I wouldn't be is like, you apologize for shooting no. yourself in your butt. I would be like, yeah, okay. You're I mean, wasting you know, bullets. Yeah. Um, the shooting, which police classified as reckless conduct, is unlikely to result in any criminal charges. Of, yeah. I would hope not, because she. It's like when pa- Plaxico Burris, uh, the former uh, New York yes. Giant, shot himself in the leg. He still got yes. time in prison. I'm like, the dude shot himself in the leg. Isn't that punishment enough? It was just him. Yeah. Apparently, uh, the so the so the the thing that she would do is take tips from viewers. Obviously, tips is in money, and then they would, uh, and then they would request certain sex acts. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, like it's like a many vids or, or a custom video. Like she was just doing some kind of custom video, which is like it doesn't just take a redneck to want to see a gun slowly touch a pussy. That I actually think is weirdly universal. Okay, that's very possible. You're right. Perhaps I was being redneckist. Uh, maybe no, it's in not, what, uh, the only way, shape, or form. But uh, I mean, but yeah, Kessel, like obviously. It was some kind of fucking redneck who did this shit. Right. Like, there was no way it wasn't. But I, I am mean, saying, like, just, you have to, you have to be open to the possibility. The wires that get crossed when it's like, yeah, you got a gun. Why don't you touch your, touch your pussy with the gun? It's like, I don't, what is happening here? Is the, is, unless the gun is committing a home invasion on your, on your body somehow, I don't know. Well, you, you're a single man. You understand like this type of things. It does come up every once in a while. We're like, you'll meet somebody and they seem normal or whatever. And then like, let's say you're in the middle, like once you're hard and you're in the scenario and you're doing all this kind of stuff, but even like, you'll say anything. You're like, yeah, I rub the gun. If she pulled out a gun, right? Like while you're doing it, you're like, yeah, I rub your gun and you're fucking We're going to work like, it in. Yeah. You have to figure it out because also what if she then just takes you hostage? So you right. have to keep the game going. You have to keep the game going. She could have brought out the gun or been like, look, see what I got, see what I do. And the guy's like, yeah, why don't you rub her pussy with it? And he didn't even <laughs> think about it. And she's like, all right, I okay. Know. And she could already been covered. I'm building up the story. She could already been covered in lube. Maybe. And then slippy-doo. Oh, whoa, sure. Drops the gun, shoots you in the pussy. Right. Because the it- pussy's out. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, there's a whole series of different possibilities there, and uh, we're just happy that no one else was injured. We are. You never know what mom's doing in the bedroom. You no, know? It and was don't want to know. It's a different time to be a kid. It really it is. Really is. It really is. Our mom's is. maybe watching a soap, maybe uh, just kind of regretting their lives in there. Well, she was crying. My mom, I think, most of the time was she just crying. She cried, yeah. But now, I mean, our, they could have been on Chatterbait, so technically we can't, we're not going to complain. I'm not complaining. No. I'm not complaining. I don't. I'm so glad I don't have to run into that. But also for you moms that are out there jerking off for the rest of us. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Live from your grave. This is another story about who's the victim here. What's happening. And also how small town like meddling can fuck with people's lives in a way that's oh also my really God, strange. Yeah. Dude, that's why I had to get out of the small town. The small town gossip that's, of course, been oh brought to God. our doorstep with Twitter and uh, Facebook and everything else. It's a waking nightmare. But my God, a small town, dude? I mean, you think about Destroy Roger. Destroy your life. They want to run every movement you have because they Mr. know Zabrowski. you can do a baby. 
Am I not wrong when I talk about Roger the Catfucker? Every keeps time coming someone up. from Stevens Point is in the crowd, they say, we know Roger the Catfucker. It's a small town legend. It's all real. And that's, Meanwhile, Roger's universal. like, Roger's sitting there and be like, you mean to tell me you spent your whole life going and having sex with uh, maybe a dozen cats? And now I'm Roger the Catfucker? Yeah. I've only done it that maybe 14, 15 times. Who maybe, knows? Maybe 20, 21 times. Either and now way, I'm the Catfucker? Small town drama oftentimes mixed, mixed with animals. It is. Uh, but now talking about mixed with animals, this, this story. Now, it's this woman cute. looks sweet. Margaret Porter, I don't know how I feel about this woman because you think mm. this is cute, but I think that this is nefarious. Grandmother issued with restraining order to stop feeding carrots to quote unquote sad horse, right? <laughs> now you say this and you see, you hear this story and you think like, oh, this is crazy. What's going on? But it really is about her determination to feed this horse that I don't really understand. So yes. this woman... This is in the UK, obviously. This is very much a UK story. So Margaret Porter, 67 years fun. She saw this, this horse, Nelson the horse. Oh. She was passing by it on this farm, right? And she kept like to this idea, because this is such a, like a my mom move, where she's right. like, that horse looks too skinny. It's she was just, like, nobody cares for this horse. Nobody cares for this horse. So she pulled over, started feeding this horse, horse carrots. Okay, right? so, so far I say, okay, good for her. She cute. didn't know. Okay, kind of cute. Cute. But it kept happening, right? And eventually the person who owned the horse kept coming outside and looking at this, like seeing carrots everywhere. This horse was apparently being fed a very specific diet. It was an ex-racing horse. Mm -hmm. And this family was taking care of it on this farm after they purchased it. This Margaret Porter woman keeps coming out and saying like, oh, she kept passing by the horse and saying how sad looking it was. How sad he was, um, yeah. Finally, the people that own the horse came out and said like, please stop doing this. Stop feeding this horse. Like, why are you feeding my horse? Do you realize what you're doing? Like, honestly, you could poison my horse or you could give it colic and you could make it ill. And the woman said, you can go ahead and call the fucking police. I'm feeding this horse. Right. right, so you're like, whoa, okay, we've now taken this up a notch. You said on your own volition, called the cops. I'm not stopping feeding this horse. When like all we had to do was make a gentleman's agreement. Like you can fucking look at this horse. You could think it's skinny or not, but it's not. Like technically, what you think a dog is supposed to look like healthy. Like you know, dogs are supposed to be skinny. Dogs can be at weight. Sure. Or they could be slightly above weight, which is technically bad for it. But to you, in your mind, if you think food is love, oh, you want the horse to be a little bit chubby. Because well, in your mind, that's a well-loved horse. But it's not, She's just not, not attracted to these skinny-ass horses. She likes them a little bit more thick. But we know for a fact the horse is actually being taken care of because the RSPCA, uh, which they keep of course coming is the out. They keep and they're saying they, the horse is fine. So now they have to fucking get the police involved. To say, like, hey, they had to put a restraining order, which is the first ever restraining order ever granted of such a thing where a woman has to keep a certain amount of meters away from a from horse. horse. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Other than that movie, uh, oh, Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, yes, you know, the yes. interesting thing about Mrs. Porter, and this is where she is a little bit nefarious. And, of course, it is kind of cute, but then also immensely aggravating. Well, because it's like, keeps stay, coming. Stop. She keeps stop coming. coming. Please this isn't the first time she's been in trouble for food-related incident. Yes. In 2005, <laughs> she was convicted of assaulting her very own brother with three sticks 
of rhubarb. Unbelievable <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that she, she was able to. Nothing, no, no food is safe around this woman. She no, is gonna, she, is a, she will buy, if she, she'll kill you with a chickpea. But is it weird to say that this amount of violence over carrots and rhubarb speaks to somebody who might like hit you with their car. No, she could very well curse you thinner. Like I could see. I gotta see. I gotta see. There's a lot going on with this woman. Well, because she hurt her brother enough with rhubarb that he called the cops. It got stuck in his eye. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is a lot of like, if you have to get the police involved with vegetable crimes, like it's getting serious. We need to ask this woman, like, what is this and what it? We- Do you remember the rhubarb woman? For that YouTube video, that viral video, the rhubarb woman? Mm, sure, yes. Uh, no, do you? Kissel. No. no, you don't. <laughs> I see the lack of recognition in your eyes. Yes. Kissel, that's it. what is nice is that because you don't remember it, you're about to have a delightful... <laughs> Like three I minutes just YouTube after YouTube rhubarb woman. Look up rhubarb woman. You're going to like it. But she, because I showed it on the stream a million years ago. But this, like, it's just, she, she might escalate. Dude, she's going to kill somebody because she threw I the rhubarb out of her cottage door, out of her cottage window. <laughs> she lost no her temper. No, she really is. This is the beginning of like the worst horror movie of all time. It reminds me of that movie Wolf Creek. Um, But instead of like that man being super scary, uh, it'll be this woman. Oh, yes, of course, for stealing the rhubarb. Yes, she stole the rhubarb. The original woman who would go with anything and she'd be like, fuck you. That's right. (laughs) You got to watch this on your own time. You really will like this. Yes, indeed. Original crazy lady stealing rhubarb. You never know. I didn't realize there was so much drama around the rhubarb. There shouldn't be. I feel like rhubarb is a tart offering yeah. and it's a nice not too sweet version of a pie which i honestly like because i'm not into super sweet desserts yeah i'm fine with that i'm fine with that all right and just lastly as far as crime stories go husbands never trust your wife jennifer no. jennifer faith uh, she created a fake email account and she was talking to her boyfriend and what she wanted her boyfriend to do was think that her husband was abusing her in order to get the boyfriend so upset because you know how men are be like, oh, you messing with my gal, even though he's the boyfriend and she's married and technically the husband should be more mad at him for having sex with his wife. No, this shit's like, fuck, this is one of those stories where she went so far to kill this goateed man and there is no reason like, like, yeah, maybe he didn't eat pussy or Maybe he wasn't like good at stuff. He's got the goatee that stuff. says he does. I don't know. I don't know if sometimes the it's more yeah, the like goatee can go either way. You more pay to watch somebody else eat pussy when you have a goatee, but it's which is fine. But I don't think this man needed to get shot no, seven times. He was shot three times in the chest, three times in the head, and then he shot him in the dick to end right. it. And in one of those scenarios where he pretended to be a mugger, the boyfriend pretended to be a mugger and jumped on them while they were walking down the street and then he fucking sh- selenaed this dude. Well, this was and, at, and and let's not forget the time here. This is 7:30 in the morning, Jennifer and Jamie Faith. Early. 
They were way early. They were walking their Bernese Mountain Dog, Maggie. Well, they should never have killed this, this man in front of the dog, but whatever. Yeah, the dogs um, are being traumatized. So the dude jumps out, as Henry said, and it's almost comical if it wasn't so sad. He's got a hoodie on. He's got baggy jeans. He's like, this is how robbers dress. Uh, he looks like yep. he's about to go to a ICP concert, not the juggalos or criminals innately. He also, so he shot this dude seven freaking times, just to make sure, as Henry seven said. Seven times. And then he attempted to take Jennifer's jewelry and then kind of duct taped her hands. And then he jumped back in the car and left. And then what happened here is so fucking disgusting. All of a sudden, everyone, this is in Oak Cliff, I believe, Texas. Everyone in the community is like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. They had, they had clothing drives for her. They delivered her food every single day for months. Yeah. She got $60,000 yeah. in a GoFundMe. Uh, the Ladies Club, again, got, got a meal train going, providing two meals a day for several weeks, including a vegan Thanksgiving, which you can't be a vegan and a murderer, can you? Yes. And then a few months yes, later. Yes, you can. You definitely can. A few um, months later, uh, Jennifer went on TV news to thank everyone and to plead with authorities to capture the person who was uh, the backbone of my family, to capture the person who killed the backbone of my family. Well, uh, I however, just don't understand. it turned out it was her and her boyfriend, Darren Lopez. Well, Darren Lopez was like, it is so weird because. Like, well, apparently they he, weren't even fucking. They were having an emotional affair. Yes. They, and you know what? I also I par, I do partially blame all of this on fucking Facebook. Something happens after the age of 45 on Facebook where you guys all start fucking all the people you met in high school. I don't know what the hell happens on that thing. You guys just all start like refiring all these old of, of these old like 25 year old relationships. And this guy because I this is the, this guy was I'm not going to say that Lopez was dumb. But I'm going to go on a limb and say he was gullible because he yeah. said that, like, she sent him fake emails, like, yes. from her own husband. There's one bragging email about how. So he sent an email to him as her own husband bragging about abusing her right. and about how, like, he likes to fucking kick her around. You can do all this. You got to handle it. You don't even know what I do. Meanwhile, this guy's like, you don't talk that kind of mess to Jennifer. You don't do that to Jennifer. And then meanwhile, like, yeah. it's like, who would do this? It's horrible. So as Henry said, Jamie, again, air quotes Jamie, because it was all this woman making this stuff up. Jennifer Faith bragged about inflicting emotional and sexual abuse. And then the quote was good stuff. Enjoy knowing you can't fucking do anything about it. And apparently the photo, then she sent a photo to this guy to further convince him. But apparently that photo was taken after a 2012 accident. So she was yep. all bruised up. So this guy, you know, oh, I do have, I mean, he's just a moron. He's, he's just a, moron. a freaking moron. Yeah. And it's in, Anyway. And it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate. We wouldn't we have a long talk about how we have to really we have to feel for morons sometimes because morons don't know. Sometimes they're very stupid. He is a I'm not going to say that he's innocent in any way, shape or form. Sometimes being stupid is what makes you the most guilty. But Darren Lopez was he had blinders on. And I think that what <sighs> he really needed to do was sit and think about is this woman um, there's a lid for every pot, right? Sure. But is this woman, look at her, is this the woman <laughs> I mean, that you're going to go to jail for? Like, she might be, do you remember something back in the day? I just don't think it is worth it for one 
last chance at your high school girlfriend? I mean, I uh, don't know. So Lopez has pleaded not guilty to the gun charge after authorities found the alleged murder weapon in his house. He's expected to uh, enter a plea on the murder charge soon. Jennifer is yet to plead on the murder for higher charges. She potentially faces life in prison or the death penalty. Um, It's just sad when you see, oh my goodness, she's a Wisconsin native and a Green Bay Packer fanatic. Uh, Jamie, no, I'm sorry. No, that's Jamie. That's the victim. The victim is a Green Bay Packer fanatic. So that's that's even more demeaning it's to Jennifer. She took a Pack fan out of the out of the field, out of the playing game, which yep. is not good. Now he's and, just up uh, there with Dick Butler and 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 Walter Magorski and the other <laughs> yeah, the great Hall of Fame of Packers that meets you when you die. They apparently the faiths love to entertain. They lived in the biggest house on Waverly Drive. Man, this is just talk about someone who doesn't want to be seen as like, you know, the puritanical view of divorce. And they're like, I can never get a divorce. Meanwhile, she's setting up a murder for hire. Just can I just say this again? Just divorce him. Just get divorced. I know that like I know you hate him. You hate his dick. You hate his breath. You hate every single thing about him. But do the thing when it comes out to go for the wallet, take the money. Why and you get take, out? Don't take anything. Be responsible. I mean it, but I'm just saying, take the money. If you're trying to get revenge on somebody, the money is so much better than you going to jail for it. You don't want to go to jail. Like, yeah, well, you maybe might be therapy. a piece of shit. Maybe try might, couples therapy. Maybe I guess so. Therapy. Yeah, do one round of couples therapy because it's nice they have a ref in there. Who can mm-hmm. like be there when you say the things that you need to say? That sure. kind of shit. All right, but well, don't that, kill him. Because <laughs> then you get in trouble. Marriage advice from uh, divorce advice, rather, from Henry. Just Zabrowski. get Very just good. like why are we so afraid of getting divorced? Everybody's divorced. That's a waking nightmare. Angelina Jolie's divorced. Yeah, but, but I mean, it, like, it's different though. Yeah, it's it different. is a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds awful. We have all of our friends who talk about we had our one friends who went through his fucking three-year divorce. Like, people go through horrible, horrible divorces. But at the same time, it's not life in prison. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week. There we you go. You sounded like I, you were really thinking about it. You were thinking about it for a second. Is it no, worth it's just, it to murder? You know, no, I just feel like... I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people who get a lot of money and stuff. And I say, wait, can't we just go? Can't we just go our separate ways? It's hard because then you have to set that up beforehand. It's called a prenup. And then you have to deal with the whole thing of like, I don't think you're going to leave me and take everything. But this is insurance. And then you have to deal with that fallout. Email side stories actually on the prenup because I always thought that would be kind of a tricky uh, conversation to have. But it is. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week. I was going to do Australians, um, these Australian firefighters who posed with animals for to uh, help out in animal rescue uh, mm-hmm. for a calendar. They're real hunks. But, uh, you know, instead, I'm going to do 61 people. They're all heroes mm-hmm. to me. They were stranded inside of an in, uh, of a British pub with an Oasis cover band for Ugh. three days because of a blizzard. Now, wow. you might think this is going to be horrible, but it turns out everyone had a great time. Wow. Dozens of people and an Oasis cover band. They made the most most of the bad weather. They were stuck inside for three for three days. Uh, they're located in Yorkshire Dales, Yorkshire Dales, about 270 miles north of London. There were 61 people in there, and apparently they never ran out of beer. Ooh, what a miracle! And everyone was in really good spirits, and they formed a lot of friendships. And now they're like one big family, and um, they're like super close now, forever and ever and ever, because they had three days together in a pub. Isn't that yeah, nice? Man. So good and for they, them. I bet you they first show up to that pub thinking today was going to be the day that they were going to throw it back to you, but now 
You should have somehow realized what you got to do is that you got to sit there and you got to hang out with this Oasis cover band for the next couple of days and watch them fight. <laughs> but you know what? If I'm going to like Wonderwall, uh, I could listen to an Oasis cover band. You're there for three freaking days. They also have to know some other music. They don't be, have like, a some lot of songs. They they they, they, honestly, they don't have a lot of songs. They right? don't, you, but I'm sure they know like Chumbawamba or something like that. They know do you Beatles know the name? Do you want to know the name of the Oasis cover band? Yes. No Oasis. <laughs> and uh, there you Clean go. So no oasis, no oasis. Uh, wrote on Instagram. Oh, it's a lovely war. We're still stranded at the Tan Tan Hill Inn. Hope it rains soon. Yeah, they're so, just getting fucking hammered, dog. They're just absolutely hammered. So anyway, it could have ended. Um, it could in have a mass been murder. Yeah, mass murder. It could have been like that fantastic film. I'm just thinking of Tom Savini right now, where it's like two different movies directed you by see Tarantino. That picture? You see the picture of Tom Savini celebrating his 75th birthday, man? He's tight. You know, I like when old men show that they have better bodies than me. And he good for is him. thirst trapping on Twitter, which is fantastic. He's got a good body for 75 years young. He, for 25. He, he's got a good body. So he's... Yep. He's, He's doing allowed. good. Was uh, not uh, was not thrilled when I ran up to him and gave him a hug. But that's okay. I hey, wouldn't be thrilled either. He li- at least he did acknowledge you, which is really nice. He did. Um, all right, I got a couple of letters here. A lot of people reaching out about pig cum and how we could get it. And oh, sell great. It because that was a thing that we were talking about before the little break there. Um, and there's one that was really Well, are you going to tell us details? How do we get it? Of course. Now... When I was in college, one of my roommates was majoring in our school's agricultural program. One summer, he got a paid internship doing biology and agricultural stuff related to his major, and we didn't see him too often during the week. So when he was home, we would just stay in his room by himself. So every time the weekend would roll around, we'd ask him if he wanted to go out to a show or grab beers for happy hour, or inevitably he'd look at us like he was dead on the inside and just say, no, I've got stuff to do here. And after a few weeks of this, we began to seriously worry about him. It was a total of a, it was a total 180 from the guy we were used to. Huh. So one Friday, one Friday night, I asked him if he wanted to grab happy hour beers and received the usual answer, a dejected and forlorn no. So I asked him if he was doing okay. And now all of his friends, we missed him. Yeah. And he replied, I want to go out, but I just can't spend any money. My job with the university is in the AG building. I spend... Eight hours a day collecting pig semen. <laughs> and anytime I think about going or buying anything, I convert the price into the amount of pigs I'd have to jerk off to afford it. So a round of drinks is roughly me jerking off two pigs. Oh, come on. So well, apparently, I mean, listen to out. this. Listen to this. Apparently, they have a wooden table-like mount with a pig-shaped pocket pussy. Oh, my God. For lack of better word. And he had to manually stimulate the pig until it got hard and then have the boar mount the fuck toy and guide its dick into place. What? The pig would do its what thing kind of and then he'd have to this? collect. I don't know. But then he had to collect the cum for storage. <laughs> and then he said that's how he found well, out that not only do- pigs, pigs have corkscrew tails, but also corkscrew dicks when they are oh flaccid. Oh, my God. That is so fucking gross. Isn't what, that fucking I mean, ro- honestly, awful? Honestly, we didn't need beer in college compared to this guy. This is the one guy who should just be at the bar immediately. Clock out of school. Go right to the bar. He You're couldn't unplug. Come too much. He couldn't unplug, man. Oh, he re- man. he wanted to, dude. Poor guy. Poor wow. guy. One round. Two, two shots of pig cum. 
Yeah. Here, I got this one interesting story that's about the uh, the idea of did Mary fuck. Ooh. I have a minor in religious studies, so I wanted to quickly explain the line of thought behind if the Virgin Mary stayed a virgin. There are three schools of thought. One is the hard Catholic line, that she was a virgin for her entire life. That's why she was able to ascend to heaven rather than go through the hassle of needing to die. Second is the Catholic light line, that she was a virgin for Jesus, but then she got the dick after he was born. Sure, okay. people quote that po the passage you mentioned about Jesus having brothers here, though the hard Catholic line is that those were just the apostles. Sure, whatever. Okay. And lastly, here's the everything in allegory line. These are sane and rational humans who don't believe Mary was ever a virgin. Some people say that the virgin or quote unquote maiden there are just to denote age rather than purity. Some say, it's some, some say that it just makes a better story. So, okay, there you go. That's very the, interesting. Uh, the Bible had some very strict editors as well, and they want a good story if they're going to sell this thing for all time. Well, especially around four centuries after Jesus died, and then they reorganized all of the various books that was going to go in and uh, censored it and restructured it and made it to whatever it is. The almost King as if like it is a completely made-up document that is a fictional story. Huh? All right, that's your opinion. Right? <laughs> it is. It is. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, here we go. Uh, this is a fun story. This is a good uh, ghost story that we'll end with. Ooh. My family moved into a new house on the other side of my hometown a little over 15 years ago, and it took very little time for us to realize the house was haunted. Ooh, cool. I love a good haunting house. It started with the small things that are easy to write off, mostly shadows moving in the corners of your eyes. Which, given we we've always had cats over the years, and so that's be expected, until we started seeing distinctly Persian-shaped shadows lurking hmm. in the doorways. There came instances of items being moved, and I don't know—I don't mean just being slightly nudged or thinking a glass wasn't quite in the same position as you left it. I mean, when I was 13, I was up late one night on my laptop, and a bottle of lotion was knocked clean across the room masturbating could be a masturbating scared. ghost oh my I god i was scared and i ran up downstairs and i slept on the couch that night we've also had weird issues with radios and phones my mother's radio will randomly turn itself on and off and also huh. has been known to suddenly turn the volume up to maximum for about 20 seconds and then turn itself back down again you can't get a decent phone signal anywhere in the house and even now when i call my parents i often have to call them back two or three times due to the connection dropping and the absolute cherry on the cake however which we say cherry on the sunday however was one night i'd gone downstairs i'd gone downstairs after my parents went to bed to get a drink and a snack i made myself a sandwich turn away to get my drink and when i looked back there was a bite <gasps> gone out of the sandwich Whoa. i stood there racking my brain trying to convince myself i had taken a bite even though i had known i hadn't and the size of the bite was far too small for my mouth Whoa. All right. And then I became aware that there was something on the stairs. At first, I thought it was just one of my cats, as they usually like to sit halfway up the stairs and watch us in the kitchen so they could beg for some food. I looked over, a little freaked out, more than ready for some fluffy cat cuddles, <laughs> only to see a little girl sitting there instead. Oh my now, I'm not God. good with ages at the best of times, but I'd say that she was about eight years old. Oh, my. She had long, dark hair and is wearing what looked like an old-fashioned nightgown. I stared in disbelieving horror for a few moments. 
until she vanished. That was the only time I ever actually saw the ghost that haunts my parents' house. And after that night, the ghostly activity slowly started to ease up. Although issues like the phone lines persisted. And even now, occasionally an item that is definitely not on the verge of falling comes tumbling off a shelf. And I was a teenage girl during the height of these events. And after hearing these poltergeist stories, I've always wondered if our ghost was something similar. Although apart from being freaked Mm. out a few times, I never felt any real danger from her. Keep on giving, keep the sandwiches coming. I, I guess Keep the Maybe sandwiches she coming, sandwiches. man. She's got to eat food, dog. I guess. Do you see it? I, mean, I don't. I wonder what happens when a ghost eats a sandwich. If you see it, or if once the ghost eats it, then it's gone. I don't know. Um, all right. These well, are for the ages, Kissel. These I questions. Know. Our These temptations. Ghosts. I mean, our birds ghosts. Listen, we have a lot. Come on, guys. Um, we have a documentary that Kissel and I apparently are a large part of. It's on Tubi. Yeah. It's called Fresh Meats. You should check it out. It's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Fresh and cannibalism in general. So that I, I did. I did was surprised, job. to be honest, with the title. I didn't know they were going to call I it me Fresh too. Meat. Well, it's also because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to do any. Every time I did a character or anything, they were like, please, will you just keep some of the humor to a minimum? And I was like, yeah, why am I here? <laughs> Why did you ask me here? But honestly, but otherwise they were awesome. And oh, was, they were super sweet. Of course. We got to flex sweet. our knowledge muscles, but little light on the comedy. More so. Little than light on the normal. comedy. Uh, but yes, that. Um, and then check out, we do, uh, we're, we we blab about uh, all the monsters you love on Shudder as well. Um, so check that out. And thanks so much for supporting out, yeah, us. Check Behind the Monsters, man. It's behind sweet. the Monsters. Um, so make sure you love every day knowing for a fact you did get spatchcocked by a fucking short Polish man. Right, mm-hmm. because then you can laugh knowing that you're whole, and you need your spine to get around because you're a goddamn man or a woman, and you need to get out there every day. You got to go to fucking work. You got to get out there. You got to hustle to make that bustle. You got to okay. grind it out, dude. Wake and grind, rise and grind every day until you're dead, and then you're just gonna love, love, laugh. You're gonna have to live knowing yeah. for a fact that we now are all gonna work every day until the day we fucking die. Well, this is kind of sad. Then we the, just the way really, you're doing this one. we can't escape it. And we just have to keep can. working and you can grinding retire. It's called and retirement. working. I don't think retire. that exists My parents anymore. retired. We're going to live to 130 years old. We're going to need a fifth job. We need a fifth <sighs> career. Well, that's kind of ended it there a little strange. But yep. nonetheless, thank you all so much for supporting Or quit your show. job, man. Quit your job. Make your own shit. Honestly, that would be cool as fuck right yeah. now. People are dropping left and right like, fuck this shit. Oh my goodness, you never know. You never know. Uh, you never know when your time, when your number is going to be called. But anyway, thank you all so much for supporting us. And uh, thanks for sending the, the screenshots. Being like, hey, random Ben, random Henry. That stuff is really nice because uh, we're not so far up our own asses. So I have no idea what I do. I don't know until oh, people yes. tell me, like, you did that. I'd be like, oh, that's right. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, fuck okay, No, it helps us, honestly. It helps yeah, us so, remember. So thank you all so much for the nice responses. And uh, okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. See you this week, fuckers. Can't Tell wait. Me. Portland and Eugene. I can't Eugene. wait. Eugene, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 